I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. On March 25th, Texas Department of Transportation Commissioners adopted the Texas-Mexico Border Transportation Master Plan 2021. These are the proceedings of the Transportation Commission to adopt the plan. Item 4 is the consideration of the approval of the Texas-Mexico Border Transportation Master Plan. Freight, Trade, and Connectivity Section Director Caroline Mays will present this item. Good morning, Commissioners, and good morning, Chairman Berg and uh, uh, Director Bass. Uh, this morning, I'll be uh, providing you a quick summary and a briefing on the Border Master Plan. Uh, it did come in front of you in December uh, and uh, provided uh, a discussion item and uh, gave you opportunity to have uh, questions. But this morning, before I go forward, we have Secretary of State Hughes on the line. She wants to make a few remarks. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I'm Texas Secretary of State Ruth Hughes, and I'm so honored to be participating today in this important meeting. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to make some introductory remarks. I mostly want to thank uh, Chairman Bug, Commissioners New, Ryan, and Vaughn. It's such a pleasure this morning to get to hear all of your remarks uh, leading up to this agenda item, just to further verify how committed you are to the important issues that impact our state. I really appreciate your service to the state of Texas and your continuous support of the Border Trade Advisory Committee, or the BTAC work, and the development of the Texas-Mexico Border Master Plan. I also want to recognize our partnership with TxDOT and thank Executive Director Bass, Deputy Executive Director Mark Williams, and of course the Director of the Freight Trade and Connectivity Section before you today, Caroline Mays, who has been a pleasure to work with, as well as her team for their tireless efforts and the tremendous collaboration throughout this process. I want to take a moment of personal privilege to also recognize my team, particularly David Zapata, for all their work and commitment and attention to this plan throughout these years. And again, you know, thanks to the partnerships that we have, particularly with your team, our BTAC meetings were kept timely and orderly. And in spite of the many logistical challenges that were presented by the pandemic, I'm particularly proud of how the master plan progressed at the necessary pace that was needed to allow us to present a final master plan to you all today in spite of the many challenges that we faced in 2020. And of course, today would not be possible without the contribution of our BTAC members. Commissioner New, I know you, you referenced them, and Commissioner Ryan, you've all seen how engaged they are. I'm very grateful for their participation. They represent our Texas-Mexico border area, and they have brought to this discussion their unique perspectives and expertise as we seek to address the needs of our border communities, uh, many of which, Chairman Bug, you were referring to rural communities earlier. You know, many of these border communities are also rural communities and really appreciate the support that they're getting. Last December, uh, alongside Caroline Mays, I had the pleasure to present to this commission an executive summary of the border master plan as developed by BTAC. I enjoyed sharing that information with you and I'm thankful for your feedback and your recommendations since then, the plan has received public comments, and we've gathered additional feedback at several regional stakeholder meetings, as well as our most recent BTAC meeting that we held earlier this month so that we could review all of this with BTAC. Caroline and her team have taken note of this feedback and the new recommendations provided during these recent meetings, and they've incorporated those edits in the final version of the Border Master Plan presented to you. 
The committee believes this final version of the plan outlines policy, program, and project recommendations to facilitate the continued efficient and safe movement of people and goods through Texas's 28 border crossings and the multimodal transportation system. The plan also lays out a framework for implementing the recommendations that will support the continued economic competitiveness of the border regions and the state of Texas. This border master plan is a culmination of years of hard work, and it represents the collaborative efforts of countless stakeholders from the U.S., Texas, and Mexico who have contributed their expertise and commitment. It will be an invaluable resource for cross-border stakeholders so they can effectively demonstrate the area's infrastructure needs and challenges and appropriately convey the urgency of allocating the necessary funding for these projects that will benefit not only our border areas, but also all of North America. On behalf of BTAC and as its chair, I'm pleased to submit the final version of the Border Master Plan to the Commission for adoption and full implementation. I respectfully request your support in voting for its approval and for your continued support of BTAC as we pursue and coordinate the plan's implementation. I look forward to continued collaboration between TxDOT and BTAC as we work to forge an even brighter future for Texas and for all on both sides of the border. Thank you for your time today. Secretary Hughes, this is Bruce Bug, and I just want to thank you for your leadership. Um, I know that Governor Abbott has designated uh, Texas Border Commerce Committee coordinator and that you are the chair of the Border Trade Advisory Committee, and in that role you have overseen uh, the report that we'll receive in just a few minutes from Section Director Mays. But on behalf of the Texas Transportation Commission and the many people that will benefit from the uh, work that you have led and the many members of the um, Texas Border Trade uh, Committee, Advisory Committee, we thank you and the people of the state of Texas thank you for the tremendous contributions this will make. And thank you for being a part of our meeting this morning. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And certainly I will uh, give the time back to Caroline Mays for the presentation. Well, thank you. Thank you. Section thank Director Mays, you want to take it? Yes, thank you, uh, Chair Berg. Um, I wanted to just take opportunity, a quick second, to also really thank uh, Secretary Hughes uh, for our leadership, uh, you know, with BTAC, but also the development of the plan. Very committed, have been, you know, a tremendous uh, leader and really a supporter of the plan development and also helped us engage a lot, especially with the Mexican states, uh, to bring them to the table uh, because, again, this is a binational plan. And also, personally, I want to thank uh, BTAC. Uh, they put in a lot of time, uh, especially during the pandemic last year. We were meeting monthly to get the plan completed, and that was a really a big commitment. I want to also thank the binational border community. Uh, they have been with us probably for more than two years to develop this plan, and their tireless efforts is what we're bringing in front of you today. Uh, and then also I want to thank the three border district uh, engineer, district engineers and their staff. They were tremendous in the effort and they're going to be uh, continue to be a really key, uh, you know, uh, key to implementing the recommendations of the plan, uh, you know, on the ground. And we'll continue to work with them collaboratively. And then finally, I want to thank you, Commissioner Ryan, Commissioner New, but the entire commission for your support, uh, you know, with the plan. 
Secretary mentioned, you know, Commissioner Neal and Commissioner Ryan, your participation at the committee meetings really gave BTAC a boost every time uh, one of you attended or both of you attended. Uh, you know, they really uh, appreciated that. And then finally, really to TechStart uh, leaders, uh, they have supported the process. Uh, without them, I couldn't be standing here, uh, you know, to do this. But then also my staff. I stand here, there's a lot of people behind me that do the work day, day in, day out, so I want to extend that uh, to them as well. So to get into the presentation, uh, I mentioned uh, when I came before you in December, I did present uh, extensive, uh, you know, uh, detail about the plan, but I wanted to highlight kind of the big ones. I presented the findings of the plan and highlighted the economic importance of the border, uh, but then also highlighted some of the policy program and project recommendations and kind of a few steps to move forward. Uh, since then, I mentioned uh, we did several activities, and really the main one was, uh, you know, conducting a 30-day comment period, and this slide just shows you uh, the four different ways that we did uh, receive comments from the public, uh, you know, during the comment, uh, public comment period. Uh, and really, as you see here, 184 comments, and all of those comments uh, were in support of the plan. Uh, this um, slide here summarizes uh, who uh, provided, uh, provided comments, who we heard from, and as you can see, we heard from a broad-based uh, cross-section of federal, uh, you know, state, local, uh, regional, but also private sector and general public on both the U.S. side and then uh, the Texas side and the Mexico side. And I wanted to note that 54 uh, of the comments you see here actually came from the Mexican side uh, of the border. We had, um, you know, good participation in our four virtual uh, meetings that we held uh, during the public comment period. As you can see here, we did uh, that in all the three border regions. And also this included one meeting where we presented to the El Paso uh, Transportation uh, Policy Board meeting, and we did uh, count that as part of the public comment period because we did receive comments uh, during that meeting pertaining to the border master plan. This slide shows, uh, provides a summary of some of the key uh, issues that uh, comments were provided on on the border master plan. And with project-related uh, comments uh, being the most we heard, uh, and then also support for the border master plan, but you can see a variety of other comments uh, that we heard during the during the comment period. And um, finally, we the next steps moving forward with the border master plan implementation. Uh, we have identified three key uh, next steps that the department will uh, undertake uh, to advance the recommendations of the plan. The first one, as Secretary of State you mentioned, we will continue to engage BTAC as they've been instrumental in the development of the plan, but they're also going to continue to be instrumental in the implementation and advancing the recommendations as most of the BTAC members are also uh, the, you know, bridge owners, but they're also on the ground, uh, you know, facilitating the movement of people across the Texas-Mexico border. We will also continue to strengthen our partnerships and collaboration uh, with, with uh, all our partners on both the U.S. side and the Mexico side, and this includes federal, uh, state, regional, local, as well as private sector uh, entities uh, as we move forward with advancing the recommendations of this plan. I mentioned last time that not all the recommendations in the plan are TxDOT's responsibility. 
there's a lot of stakeholders that are involved in this, and it's going to be a collective effort on both uh, the Texas side, uh, U.S., as well as on the Mexican side to really make this a reality and to address some of the key issues that have been identified. Then lastly, the department is in the process of procuring, uh, you know, consultant contract to assist us uh, in advancing the recommendations of the plan. Uh, and really this is, again, you know, uh, we use the consultant to develop the plan, and then a lot of the recommendations in the plan will require us to uh, have some consultant assistance uh, to be able to advance uh, a lot of the rec recommendations in the plan. Th that concludes uh, my presentation, and uh, staff recommends uh, commission consider adopting the voter master plan and integrating it to the planning and uh, programming uh, pro project development process, and I'll be happy to take any questions you may have. Thank you, Section Director Mays. Uh, what a great job you've done trying to pull all these people together and get all the public comment and yet try to lead it into a discernible report and an action plan. So uh, good work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, commissioners, any questions or comments for uh, Section Director Mays? Commissioner Vaughn? Section Director, um, in terms of the action items, what responsibilities does TxDOT and or the state of Texas have and what responsibilities does Mexico have, just in general? Um, just looking for some macro comments here. How, how, are, how are the responsibilities uh, allocated? under this plan? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Our responsibility uh, is on the highway side, working uh, the three, I mentioned the three border districts, Far, Laredo, and El Paso, they're responsible for the highway uh, on the state system, highway uh, infrastructure in the border region. So that's one responsibility that we have. And then the other responsibility that we have, my group facilitates the collaboration, uh, the dialogue, uh, with our Mexican counterparts, both at the federal, state level, but also regional level and local and private sector. And we do the same thing. We collaborate and uh, liaison a lot with our federal counterparts, uh, U.S. DOT and all the federal agencies, uh, CBP uh, and uh, different agencies involved. We uh, work collaborative with uh, the regional agencies, state agencies that are involved in border uh, issues, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, TCEQ, uh, you know, Department of Agriculture and other, you know, uh, Governor's Office of Economic Development. So we liaison with them, including the Secretary of State. Um, and then on the Mexican side, their responsibility, they have, uh, their, their process is a little bit different. At the federal level is where a lot of the decisions are made uh, on the infrastructure at the border and the, and the highway system. So we do work with them, and that's uh, equivalent of uh, USDOT Federal Highway Administration, SCT. Uh, so they're responsible for, for, for that, but also uh, they're also responsible for managing the border. We have CBP on the U.S. side. They have what they call aduanas on the Mexican side that coordinate with CBP to address, you know, people crossing, et cetera. Then you also have the states. The Mexican states also are responsible for uh, you know, not directly because a lot of things have to, the decisions are made in, in Mexico City, but they work to identify what the issues are uh, and they're responsible for some uh, parts of uh, the transportation system. So reading through between the lines, uh, it sounds like that there is a sustainable um, structural process in place to 
maintain communication lines and to uh, follow through on this program over the long term, short, medium, and long term? Absolutely, yes. Uh, there was only one thing that you might speak to just a little bit is the private part of how that works because you're focused and and I mean it's important also and it's a very meaningful there were a lot of private business people involved in the BTAC and 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 so there's a lot of communication that's that I just wanted to point out that's less formal but more more related just to business relationships that also will help cement getting this process moved forward Yes, thank you. Just real quick, I know uh, we're under, you're working on the uh, procurement for the support. What is the time frame of, of that? And then when, when would we start to see kind of the movement towards implementation and, and, and something, um, some tangible vision of, of what all the work that's been done with the plan? Do you have a timing estimate? Uh, yes, we are, we are under the procurement process right now. Hopefully, we can complete that within the next uh, four uh, four months uh, be, uh, to get that done. But uh, we are not waiting for that procurement to be done. One of the things we did with BTAC the last meeting, we started uh, discussions with them. What does implementation looks look like so we can start doing quick wins? Uh, we also have an internal textile border task force made up of the three districts and uh, you know uh, engineers and then some of the you know divisions and we had a meeting with them last week as well and we started discussing what are some of the high priorities that they would like to see and so we're already working on identifying those and moving forward and we're going to in some instances use some of the capacity we have in existing contracts to start facilitating advancing of some of the recommendations uh, that the districts have already highlighted. So we're not waiting, uh, you know, four months to start working. We're already working on it right now. That's great to hear. Thank you. Okay. If no further questions, uh, Director Bass, turn it over to public comment, please. Thank you. Is there anyone on the telephone line who would like to make a comment concerning agenda item four? If so, please press star one. And there are no comments at this time. Thank you, Chairman. Thank you, Director Bass. Commissioners, may I have a motion to adopt the Texas-Mexico Border Transportation Master Plan 2021 in accordance with staff recommendations? Thank you, Mr. Ryan. May I have a second? Commissioner New. Uh, thank you. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, motion passes unanimously. The Border Transportation Master Plan 2021 is the Texas Department of Transportation's long-range plan to improve the transportation system along the Texas-Mexico border region. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.